Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Wondery's new true crime podcast, The Apology Line, begins with Alan Bridge posting flyers around New York City asking people to anonymously apologize for their crimes. Not to God, not to the police, but to his answering machine. Within hours, the calls started coming in. People apologizing for stealing, infidelity, lying, and even murder. Alan got dozens of calls from people claiming to be murderers. But one man stood out, Richie. He was deliberate, measured, and his calls would leave thousands wondering if he really was the serial killer he claimed to be. That was until Richie offered to provide proof of his crimes. I'm about to play you a preview of The Apology Line. But while you're listening, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Wondery. Feel the story. The following contains descriptions of violence, including sexual violence, and may not be suitable for all listeners. Please be advised. It was early 1981, and I was with a group of friends at a loft in New York City. It was a dinner party with, I think, about six, maybe eight of us around the, the big table. Doug Welch was there, too. Through the huge windows, we could see the lights of the Empire State Building. Rosary candles flickered on a curved bookcase that separated the living room from the bedroom. These gatherings always went late. We were all artists, so we talked about our work, politics, and how we were surviving in the city. The host was a man named Alan. Toward the end of the dinner, as it was wrapping up, um, Alan just sort of casually said, would anyone like to hear the latest that came in today from Apology? Apology was Alan's newest project. Doug's girlfriend, Carrie, vaguely remembered 
It had something to do with people calling a phone line? Alan held up a cassette tape. Alan was standing and sort of gesticulating, and yeah, he was excited. And we all kind of said, well, sure. Alan walked over to his cassette player, popped in the tape, and turned out the lights. First, we listened to what every person who called Alan's phone line would hear, an outgoing message in Alan's deadpan voice. This is Apology. Apology is not associated with the police or any other organization, but rather as a way for you to tell people what you have done wrong and how you feel about it. All statements received by Apology will be played back to the public, so please do not identify yourself. Talk for as long as you want. Then we heard the voices of callers who'd left messages. I witnessed a crime. I did not report it down in the men's room at Penn Station. Someone being forced in the booth and being robbed. I feel very badly about not reporting it. Bye. I'm really sorry because I'm white and female and rich. I would like to stop feeling the way I do about the blacks and the Puerto Ricans and the Chinese and the Japs. I just wanted to say I'm sorry to all those poor souls out there that wake up black and blue the next day and try to beat the shit out of them. I've got not really an apology to make except to one person who's my lover who's listening on an extension and I'm sorry that I've made his life difficult to him I love you Max I apologize around the dinner table no one moved Everything became quiet except the tapes. The calls kept coming and became more disturbing. Well, I guess, uh, you know, the, to the 15 or 20 people that I've stolen money from and mugged and robbed and frightened, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have to say it 15 times, do I? <laughs> This last caller wasn't like the others. Let's see, there's uh, Henry. Uh, I killed Henry. He was a neighbor. He was a, uh, he was a classmate of mine. Around the table, the mood suddenly changed. The atmosphere in the room just shifted from this convivial, you know, post-dinner contentment to abject horror as this, uh, almost this incubus sort of entered the room through the speaker and, and was actually in the room with us. This is a fantastic service that you're doing. It was um, a very tortured, uh, yet dangerous sounding person. The world would be full of people like me if we just knew that all we had to do was just say, I'm sorry, and everything is all right. Hearing that voice and watching that light just blinking, blinking, blinking red, and uh, kind of wanting it to stop. <laughs> Alan got up and turned the lights back on. He looked around, waiting for a response. I just remember us all looking over our empty wine glasses at each other with our jaws hanging open. No one could say a thing. I think we all <laughs> just silently put on our coats and we just sort of filed out quietly and said, thank you very much. <laughs> Doug and Carrie were quiet on the walk to the subway. Once we were on the train, I just remember looking at every 
all these faces and wondering, is that that sicko who was just, you know, just confessing everything to us? You know, it wasn't something you listen to and then just move on. I couldn't move on either. Alan's art project was starting to take on a life of its own, and it would eventually take over his life and mine. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police the arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Most people would love to have their names written in the history books. To do something incredible that changed how the world worked and keep your name cemented in the minds of people until the end of time. On January 19, 1735, a woman named Alice Riley would do just that. Though I think if given the choice, she would have chosen a different reason to have her name written in history. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Alice Riley was born in Ireland and in 1733, at about 15 years old, made her way like many did to America, where she would live most of her life as an indentured servant to pay off the price of her passage to the New World. Unfortunately, men and women like Alice were not able to pick and choose when it came to their posts. This is how Alice ended up with a cruel man named William Wise in Savannah, Georgia. William was a wealthy man, but wealth and kindness do not necessarily go hand in hand. He was a plantation owner, farming cattle with the forced help of slaves, and was known by many for his cruelty and sadistic behavior. He wasn't above bending the law, and when it came to boarding the ship that took the first colonist to Georgia, William found a way around the rules saying each colonist had to be married by hiring a sex worker to pose as his wife. Basically, he was an extremely unsavory man who everyone in town despised, and you can imagine how he treated those whom he employed. Alice thought when she came to the New World that her job in William's house would be as either a housemaid or a field hand. Instead, William took the pretty girl and used her for his own pleasure. Given the time period, you can imagine how differing accounts there are in regards to how Alice was treated but all seemed to agree that her life with William was an incredibly difficult one. Another thing that sources can all agree on is that Alice became close with a fellow servant named Richard White. Some say the two were married prior to entering America. Others say they met on the boat, and some claim they met and bonded over their harsh master. Regardless, the pair was extremely close and both understood the life they were now forced to live with William. Their master forced them every single day to bathe and groom his body, comb lice from his matted hair, pick crumbs from his beard, and repeatedly abused them throughout the whole process. And finally, on March 16, 1934, Alice and Richard had enough. There are a few versions of this story, one of which claims that Richard heard Alice scream after a particularly bad beating, had enough of his master, and together they killed William Wise. Another states that while performing his daily grooming, Alice and Richard held their master's head in a bucket of water and watched him flail until finally going still. Other sources claim he was strangled by Richard with his own neckerchief and drowned in a scalding bathtub for good measure. Either way, William Wise became the first murderer in the fledgling colony of Savannah, and Alice Riley was now a murderer. The pair knew that if caught, they would pay a high price for killing their master. 
So they packed up and fled to South Carolina just as a manhunt for William's killer began. A short while later, two brothers were walking through the woods when they spotted Richard White. They chased after the wanted man and were able to ambush him. Richard begged for his life, but the man took him to a Savannah jail. When asked why he was going into the woods, he said he was looking for a woman, Alice, who lived there and would offer him food and shelter. This led to rumors that Alice dwelled in the woods and practiced witchcraft. Alice was soon captured and both were placed in jail awaiting trial. The couple, despite their pleas, were both sentenced to hang, to which Alice responded that she was with child. Whether this was Richard's child or the child of her late master is unknown. Not willing to hang a pregnant woman, Alice's execution was put on hold. Richard's was not. He was quickly led to the gallows and became the first Savannian to be executed. He insisted until the very end that he was an innocent man. Though her pregnancy gave her eight extra months, it could not save her from death. And on January 19th, 1735, just two weeks after giving birth to her son James, Alice Riley was led to the gallows and became the first woman executed in Georgian history. She was left to hang in the public square for three days. And 45 days after birth, her son passed away. Now that time has passed and we are gifted with the idea of hindsight, Many believe Alice and Richard died not because they were cold-hearted murderers, but of the anti-Irish prejudice that plagued the New World. Not only that, but both Alice and Richard were devout Catholics. And though America offered the opportunity for free worship, Savannah was a primarily Protestant city and said to have treated those who practiced differing religions poorly. Regardless of why it happened, the truth is that two young people who felt their lives were either in danger or had no other choice, did what they felt was necessary for survival. Unfortunately, that did involve taking a human life. The spot where the couple was once hanged was one of the first squares in Savannah, Georgia, which means it is walked upon by hundreds each day and has become a popular tourist destination. And if you know anything about Savannah, you know its reputation for the strange and supernatural. Many have claimed to see a woman dressed in rags wandering around the square looking for her baby, even asking tourists to aid her in her search. This happens so often that the police receive frequent calls and now know that it's Alice who they are getting calls about, even sending out the new rookies to respond as a joke. According to reports, Alice Riley appears to more people than any other ghost in the United States. And due in large part to that witchcraft rumor, Many believe she cursed the city before dropping through the trap door. That this curse is the reason that Spanish moss doesn't grow on trees in the square where she once hung. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on January 28th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember... Stay safe. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.